Hi, welcome to Psychic Today. I'm your host, Jill Roberts, and I'm back. Sorry, it's been quite a minute. Um, I've had some health issues and surgeries and more surgeries to come, but I wanted to get back on here and doing what I love, which is teaching all of you about psychic abilities, also known as clear senses. I don't like to use the term psychic, but thus it's the name of the show and it's what people understand. It's more of an umbrella term. Okay, so when I say clear, I mean clairaudience, clairvoyance, you know, clairsentience. It's the psychic senses. That's <clears throat> what we all know. Um, and they're clear senses or clear abilities. And uh, communication with other beings and angels and channeling. So I thought I'd pop on here today and do a little talk about the way we can enhance these abilities that we have. And of course, you know, I work with stones because stones are energetic beings. They can help us uh, reach those levels that we need during meditation, during um, channeling, during mediumship, during development of uh, clear senses and psychic abilities to help us transform and ascend to the states in which we want to be at in order to fulfill our lives and connect with other spiritual beings of the highest level. So stay tuned and I'll be right back with a bunch of stones that you can start looking up, buying, and using. And welcome back. So the first stone I want to talk about today is angelonite. That's A-N-G-E-L-I-N-I-T-E, not to be confused with angelite. This is angelonite. And it brings immediately a sense of lightness to one's consciousness. It stimulates the third eye and crown chakras. It's a stone of very rarefied and high-frequency currents. And it can actually pull you up to an angelic realm. It's a stone of vibrational ascension and it lifts one's energy very high, very quickly. In this way, it stretches one capa one's capacity for consciously entering into levels of higher and higher vibration. It increases your capacity to concentrate uh, your awareness in these higher realms and it calls upon angelic guides and helpers. It can be of great benefit in spiritual self-healing and in interdimensional exploration. Now, the difference between angelonite and angelite, angelite is a very soft stone. And it's usually tumbled. Of course, if you've listened to me at all on this podcast in the last five years, um, you will know that I prefer to work when possible with raw stones because the tumbling process cuts down on the stone's energy. So when in doubt, buy raw, if you can. <clears throat> Robert Simmons at Heaven and Earth, um, dot, Heaven and Earth Jewelry dot net, I believe it is. I have to double check that. He sells, this is one of his stones, Angel and Night, because it's trademarked. And 
when it comes to buying stones, he is my preferred method to go to, unless it's something like a Lemurian or a quartz crystal kind of thing. Then I have my other sources on Etsy. I have a, a preferred dealer that I, I work with because I know her stuff is legitimate. Um, and I know Robert's is legitimate. And so his stuff can be expensive, but some of it's not. It depends on how expensive the stone is. Angel and I is very much economical. It's, I would suggest using it instead of Angel Knight, Angel Knight, Angelite, excuse me, Angel and Knight. It's just got more oomph and it does more things. So it's, it's white in color. It's, um, kind of gritty. It's a great stone. To, I, I would always buy two, one for each palm or one for my third eye and one at the top of my head and crown chakra when I'm meditating. These are stones that really help you connect with high spiritual energy guys and angelic beings and as thus the name angel and knight um but it also helps you in channeling so it is one of those stones that i would definitely recommend using now i've already talked about ohio cestalite um in one of my previous episodes you know you can run back grab that, listen to that portion, because that's a stone I recommend as well. I'm not going to go over stones I've already done. Um, the next stone I want to talk about is um, Elisil Angel Calcite. Now, the keywords here are angel communication, music of the spheres, linked to psychoid realm, visionary experience. It involves the heart, which is the fourth and third eye chakras, which is the sixth. Its elements are wind and storm. Physically, it supports the central nervous system, which can be used to dissolve energetic blockages and relieve headaches. Emotionally, it can bring you joy and rapture by linking to higher beings. Spiritually, it stimulates communication um, and communication with angels and other spiritual beings. Elysteal angel calcites are clear to white calcite crystals found in Arizona in the United States. They are characterized by a very wrinkly surface texture, which they kind of look like they're all pure white. Sometimes they're a little bit clear, but when you, like if you get out of the bath or the shower and your fingers are pruned, that's kind of what they look like. They do look wrinkly <clears throat> on their surface texture and they have tiny fissures. They're calcium carbonate crystals with a hardness of three, so they're not very strong. You gotta be careful that they don't break. Elysteal angel calcites are among the most high vibration, high intensity calcite crystals. They can stimulate activation of an energetic circuit between the heart and the mind, which is very important. Placing them at the temples and or the third eye can trigger spiritual activation of the prefrontal lobes of the brain, facilitating angelic communication and other latent ca capacities. These stones stimulate one ability, one's ability to hear the music of the spheres, quote unquote, which is angelic. The astonishing harmonies of the singing of angelic beings. 
They also enhance communication with spirit guides, extraterrestrials, devas, and other spiritual beings such as archetypes. Alicia angel calcites can be used to relieve headaches and to vibrationally support the central nervous system. They stimulate the areas of the brain linked to vision and can help one have more vivid inner visions of spiritual realities. Like if you're going on a shamanic journey or you're meditating and you're trying to connect with angels or spirit guides or channeling, then they're really, they're really good to have. Um, they combine well with moldavite, fenakite, herderite, any variety of zeolite. I suggest working with them with angelonite that I just spoke with before, because if you're if you're gearing towards connecting with angelic beings, Ohio celestite, angelonite, and uh, elestial angel calcite is three stones I would have around my body, on my body holding on to when I'm doing these things. Um, the stones resonate well with super activated azazeoazestulites, which of course are very high vibrational. You find them on Robert Simmons' website. If you can't find heaven and earth, just type in Robert Simmons and his website will come up in Google. They also harmonize with clear apophyllite, celestite, green apophyllite, and seraphos green quartz. So because it works with the heart and the mind. So you have the, the, the green stones in there that work with the three heart chakras as well, which is beneficial. So if you're looking to, like I said, communicate with angel guides or angels, those are the ones that I would definitely use. Angel and Night, I would use in channeling. Angel and Night, I would use with trying to um, connect with spirit guides or higher entities but you know that is up to you um i've used them in channeling i've used them in mediumship i've used them in getting back to my um my clear senses and everything else they're they're really great stones to to meditate with um for this section though the last one i want to do before we start the other stones, is purple chalcedony. Now, the key words with purple chalcedony is awakening of psychic abilities, aka your clear senses, or cleansing, purification, union with your higher self. This is important to do, okay? Besides grounding, this is also very important to do. The chakras it affects is the third eye and the crown, which are the higher chakras. Those are the chakras that you're going to want to open up and, and cleanse and have open in order to have these experiences. The element is wind. Physically, it supports higher brain functions and helps uh, heal nerve damage. Um, emotionally, it helps clear negative emotion, emotional attachments from past lives. Spiritually, it facilitates awakening psychic capacities attuning to the higher self. Now, purple chalcedony is a silicon dioxide material with a hardness of seven, so it's pretty hard. It differs from jasper in that the quartz is arranged in a fibrous layer rather than sugar-like greens found in jasper. Purple chalcedony is found in Mexico, Brazil, Turkey, and the United States of America. The psychic energy is softly touched by 
blue chalcedony can be fully activated by purple. One's capacities for clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, psychometry, channeling, um, prescience and prophecy, as well as access to the Akashic records and knowledge of ancient civilizations are all stimulated through work with this stone. So it is a great place to start. It is not expensive. Chalcedony is a very common stone. It's not one of those rare, obscure stones that you're going to have to dig for to find to purchase. Um, you want to get the purple variety. You can get blue as well, but purple does it all. Purple chalcedony is a pure stone of the violet ray, and this is very important. I believe I talked about violet ray in past episodes. Um, they connect with angelic beings again. They connect with higher beings, so there's it's something that you want to have in your arsenal of tools to help you on your journey. It's a powerful influence for purifying and cleansing the auric field and for providing psychic protection. Negative, atta negative attachments from this life or even in many past lives can be severed by calling forth the purifying energies of these stones. It is strongly associated with energies of Saint Germain and with that it is known as the magic presence, the interlocking of your everyday identity with your higher self through a ray of violet light. The violet ray or violet flame radiated by purple chalcedony is also useful for those who wish to attract a spiritual twin or soulmate. Purple chalcedony harmonizes with moldavite, blue chalcedony, amethyst, sugalite, charite, fenakite, Lilac Lapidolite, Angelithium Silica, and of course, any Azazeo Azestulite. <laughs> I also like to use, there's certain Azestulites I like better than others. And as with anybody, it's based on your experience and your opinion. We're all going to have different experiences using these stones. So whatever I say here, if it doesn't happen right away, or if it doesn't happen at all, just know it's just... Something that just doesn't, it doesn't resonate with you. And that is fine. You might find, you know, another stone that seems to do like an amethyst that works for you. I tend to not like the generic stones, the stones that are just so common that are, um, you know, in my, my spiritual journey, for me to use an amethyst as opposed to a purple chalcedony is, for me... Ridiculous, because I'm very sensitive to stones and the higher vibrational stones help me when I'm channeling, when I'm um, working with a client, doing a, you know, a mediumship channeling to get all the information um, from the person that they're looking to connect with. Um, I find there are certain stones that resonate with my energy, and it's just that whatever resonates with your energy so if these stones for some reason don't i mean I'll, these are all very high vibrational stones so even if you're not sensitive at all they will do something but they may not do it to the degree that i am explaining or i am documenting because this is what it is for me now 
it's it's in a general term. So basically, they work. It's just a matter of how well they work with you. You are going to get some benefit out of them. I'm not telling you to buy stuff or, you know, find stones that are not going to resonate at all. These are high enough vibrationally that they will do something for you. They will help develop certain things for you. Um, but everybody's going to have a different experience. Everybody's going to have a different experience with their, their clear senses and their psychic abilities. Everybody's going to have a different experience with for just on those, just what I just mentioned, let's say psychic ability, clear senses. Everybody is different. Some people are more visionary. Some people are more auditory. Some people are more kinesthetic. So <clears throat> it depends on who you are. So some stones may intensify your visionary experience, your clairvoyance experiences, because that is your strongest clairability. Like muscles, we want to get all of our senses, our psychic senses, as strong as possible. Because we all tend to lean on just one or two, sometimes three. Um, for me, I had a hard time with clairvoyance because I am a kinesthetic person. I could feel how a person died exactly, which was not very... <laughs> Pleasant. I could feel and know things, clear cognizance, clear sentience, which is clear feeling and clear knowing. Without knowing how I knew these things, I just knew these things. I knew somebody's name and I knew how they passed and I knew what they did for a living and I knew how they looked. And So, yes, I was depending on clairvoyance to know how they looked, but it was more of a glimpse of an outline of how they looked, this color hair, this how tall they were, you know, a generalized description, as opposed to clearly knowing what was going on. And, you know, not to say that clairvoyance is better than claircognizance or clairsentience, because it's not. They're all the same. But I had to work at it. This is something we all can learn and we all need to, number one, find out which is your strongest clear, your strongest psychic sense. Work on that and work on the others. Because once you've once you mastered one, you're going to want to master them all because you need all of them in order to do this. And even if you're not looking to get into business doing this, Doing this for yourself, for your spiritual journey, is extremely important. You know, um, you want to do, you want to be the best version of yourself. You want to connect with your higher self. You want to have these wonderful meditation sessions where you're seeing and hearing and feeling things that you didn't think were possible. So, do yourself a favor, if you can, just write down the names of these stones that I'm mentioning today. Write them down, put them on the side, take a look at them tomorrow, and see what you feel drawn to.
even though you do not know what the stone looks like, you do not know much about any of this stuff. A vibration will resonate to you. And you just grab that. So that is the best thing to do. Because these are powerful influences for you. And they purify and cleanse your auric field. Now, I did touch with uh, the purple chalcedony on negative attachments and psychic protection. Depending on where you are in this journey, if you're like me and you have clients who have not just negative attachments, but they have some sort of possession attached to it or a negative entity stuck and you have to do exorcisms, you're going to need much stronger stones and much stronger protections. These are good to protect you after you ground before you go into meditation, which I have a grounding um, episode where it takes you through a guided meditation on grounding. You're going to want to ground before you start your meditation because you don't want anything attaching to you while you're in the higher realms. Whether it's a shamanic journey, a meditation, a channeling session, or what have you. Um, you always want to protect yourself. A stone called Guardianite, which is also trademarked by Robert Simmons, is a great stone to have for that. Anything brown or black is great. They're all earth-based stones. They are grounding. Um, you want to have them next to you as well. And you want to do a grounding um meditation before you start and that has a lot to do with shamanic gardens and they're very helpful in going in and protecting yourself and i can walk you guys through that if you are interested if you're interested let me know leave me a message email you know text it's all good um i will try and put the pictures of these stones up on the website at some point today but when I come back there are more stones we're going to talk about for some people that are a little bit more advanced stay tuned Welcome back to Psychic Today. I'm your host, Jill Roberts, and here we're going to be talking about more stones. Stones to help you with channeling, stones to help you with your psychic abilities, and stones to help you with mediumship. And all the and angelic communication, and higher selves, and spirit guides, and everything. So the next stone we're going to talk about is Cassiterite. Cassiterite is kind of a dual-purpose stone. It's a Really great stone to work with if you're working with somebody who is a, in hospice, um, who is about to cross over. It helps them not to feel fear. And it is also a great stone for you to work with when you're doing, you know, whether it's shamanic journeying, channeling, or mediumship, because you're crossing into other realms as well. So you don't have to be fatally ill in order to use the stone. So don't let the description of it scare you. It is a dark grayish black stone. It is a grounding stone and it is a protection stone. So we want these stones with us. So the keywords 
Capra Cassiterite are manifestation and destruction, birth and death, initiation, navigating the liminal threshold. That's the key there. Chakras, root, which is the first, sexual creative, which is the second, and solar plexus, which is the third. The element is storm. It physically supports shamanic healing, rallying the body to handle serious illness. Emotionally, it helps overcome fear of death or entering the other world or entering the other world. That's us. Or for some people, it's overcoming fear of death. <clears throat> Spiritually, it facilitates shamanic journeying, channeling mediumship, and all other wonderful things. Um, Cassiterite is a tin oxide mi mineral with a tetragonal crystal system, and it adds a hardness of six to seven on the most hardness scale. So it's pretty hard. Its name is derived from the Greek word for tin. It has been found in Australia, Bolivia, Mexico, England, and Namibia. Cassiterite connects one's consciousness with the deep source, source with a capital S, the divine. It is a stone of initiation, it's, and its vibration is that of the threshold, the liminal space between worlds. This trait makes it ideal for shamans, mediums, channelers, and all those who work in the quote-unquote other world. It facilitates the shifts of consciousness, which makes such inner journeys possible. Cassiterite stimulates the lower chakras, root, sexual, and solar plexus, as well as the earth star below the body and the soul star, which is above the head and the etheric chakras above the head. It is unique that it works on the lowest bodily chakras as well as the transpersonal chakras. This is necessary for its purpose as a stone of initiatory gateways. In spite of its heavy-duty nature, Cassiterite is a stone of optimism and humor. It, is, it helps one recognize that even the deepest travails of life are but momentarily stations on the path of the soul. Cassiterite harmonizes with zincite and cuprite. If one is in need of extra prana or life force energies, cuprite is preferable. If one is wishing to arouse sexual creative fires, then zincite is the best possible ally. So while we are there, let's talk about cuprite. I just have to find my notes for cuprite. <laughs> yes, we are professionals here. I just don't. Okay. Sorry, I'm not going to talk about cuprite. I'm going to actually talk about credite instead. <clears throat> there is something called cup uh, crimson cuprite, which I will do on another episode. But for today, we're going to do credite. And what credite is, it's a wonderful stone. It kind of looks like a little tree, but of crystals. It's really cool. Um, some key words for credite are expansion of awareness and attuning to spiritual information. The chakras it affects are the third eye, the crown, and the etheric, which is the eight through 14 chakras above the head. Um, the element is storm. Physically, it reveals the etheric body for diagnosis of imbalances. So not your physical body, but your etheric body. If there's any imbalances going on with your chakras or attachments and stuff like that, it will reveal all that. Emotionally, it helps one govern the emotional body from a higher perspective. Spiritually, it facilitates great expansion of awareness in the spiritual realms. So credite occurs in white, colorless, orange, and sometimes purple crystals. The orange credites often form in porcupine-like balls. So like I said, it kind of looks like a wheat tree. Um, 
that bristle with spiny crystals going out in all directions. They're also very fragile. Um, so when you work with one, just be careful when you're holding it that you don't crush it. Um, it's a rare mineral, and the best specimens come primarily from Mexico. Creedite quickly and powerfully activates the third eye and crown chakra, so it opens those extremely quickly as soon as you start working with it. And those, of course, the chakras above the head, the etheric chakras. There's a vivid sense of expansion in one's field of awareness. It's kind of like your peripheral vision opens up, but with your eyes closed. <laughs> and a euphoria that feels like a floating of upliftment. Over time, one senses a deepening of the energy moving down to the heart. Credite is an access keystone. It can assist one in attuning to the Akashic Records, opening up the files, as they would say, in a record keeper crystal, which is, um, you can use a Lemurian for that or a clear quartz crystal for that. Uh, the record keepers are hard to find, but when you do, um, they have these little triangles on them. They're called record keepers on the, um, on the points of the quartz and a kind of using credite with it will kind of open up what is kept in those what you would think of as kind of like files files on a computer or or if you picture a big library as the akashic records depends on what you see it as um so doing that helps you understand the message of the spirit guides interpreting oracles such as the tarot and channeling the messages of spirit beings it can help meditators make the quantum leap to higher domains of consciousness clearing any blockages in the higher chakras creatite is a stone of the angelic realm and it can help one manifest spiritual light in one's everyday life so you're going to be moving up the dimensions because it's the angelic realm Credite resonates well with, of course, the Zestulite, Scolocyte, Fenakite, Naturalite, Clear Apophyllite, and or Herderite. Jet and Black Tourmaline can help one to purify one's energy field and stay grounded. So like I said, you want to use black and brown stones to ground you. I mean, stones can be characterized by many different ways, but if the simplest way Occam's razor is to just use the colors brown black grounding you know orange is is the second chakra creativity and sexual uh red is for root you know green is for heart you know uh, indigo is for the third eye anything white those kind of stones um not anything white but high vibrational white would be crown and more um depending on the chakras you see the chakra column yellow is solar plexus and each chakra does something so if you want to ground yourself you're going to want to use dark stones okay um so jet and black tourmaline can help purify you and stay grounded combining it with carnelian which is an orange like a stone orange colored stone 
um, orange calcite, zincite, or amber with orange credite will enhance one's creative energy. So that's the second chakra there. Credite and moldavite, even though moldavite is green, it is a very, very high vibrational stone because it was an asteroid that hit Earth here many, many millions of years ago. Um, so it's a tech guy. It's different with the colors of Moldavite. So there's exceptions to the rules, but for the most part, generally, you can use color to help you out. Uh, Moldavite work together to bring one's experience of spiritual awakening and transformation. Moldavite is a very high vibrational stone. And it's, for some people, can make them dizzy from it. Some people doesn't, you know, it's not as potent. But it is one of those stones, Moldavite. And I did a Moldavite guided um, <clears throat> meditation on one of my last couple episodes. So listen to that, because that'll help you if you have a piece of Moldavite. Moldavite. Um, next, we're going to talk about, let's see, what do I have? What do I have here? I think I was going to talk about covalite, wasn't I? Covalite. Keywords are psychic abilities, inner vision, transformation, bridging the higher and lower worlds. It affects all the chakras. Its element is storm. And it helps one overcome illnesses based on negative past fixations. Emotionally, it inspires courage to take the journey through one's inner depths. Spiritually, it facilitates making the evolutionary leap to awaken consciousness. So now, covalite is a copper sulfide mineral with a hexagonal crystal system and a harness of one and a half to two. So it's very easily can break. Its color is deep blue to black, usually with a play of gold or deep red in its surfaces. Covalite has been found in Montana in the U.S., as well as in Italy and Peru. Covalite connects strongly with physical reality and earth energies. And at the same time, because you have that dark color, right? So it connects to the earth and it's grounding. And it carries much of the higher spectrum of vibrations from the etheric planes, which are above you. Okay? Not just the planes, but the chakras. <laughs> It makes an energetic bridge between worlds, so from this dimension to others. And it can be an important ally for anyone attempting the evolutionary leap to the next level of being. Covalite is also a facilitator of the deep journey into the self and can be of great assistance in bringing the unconscious shadow side into one's awareness. Now, most people don't want to work on their shadow self. And in order to do this kind of work, you need to. You need to get that out of there. Otherwise, it can be a block. It could be a negative kind of energy block. You don't want that. <clears throat> this is where the energy necessary for fully awakened consciousness has been frozen. In old traumas, losses, shame, and fear, those who work with copolite and meditation or dreaming may find themselves unearthing and reliving memories of old traumas, losses, shame, and fear. This can feel, facilitate healing and release. So you need to release these traumas order to be the best that you can be. Copalite harmonizes, of course, with Numite for added emphasis on the deep journey. Adding a Zestulite helps one, quote-unquote, carry a light into dark places. Fenakite 
or cinnabar quartz can bring forth additional powers of insight for understanding the symbols and ideas that emerge from the depths of the unconscious. So it's definitely, it's not expensive. It's something that should be in your toolbox of crystals. So, you know, some of these you will resonate more with than others. You might hear and be like, yeah, I want that. Or, yeah, I need to work on that. This is my spiritual journey. This is my life. This is what I, I want to expand on it. And it will just make sense to you or it won't. And if it doesn't, that's fine. Um, there are two more, I believe I want to do. Oh, more than two. We might have to bring this into another episode. Uh, the next stone I love to use is called cryolite. It's kind of like a white, milky, opaque, raw stone. Of course, you have to get it raw. Um, but I think you'd have to get it raw because it's, it's not very hard. So tumbling, I would assume it would crumble. So some keywords are intelligence of the heart, future stream, divine purpose, surrender, liberation, integrity, integrity, and spiritual truth. It affects all the chakras in the first through seventh. So that's from your root to your crown, the soul star, which is the eighth chakra above your head. The element is storm. Physically, it supports neurological health, strengthens heart and brain links, which is important. Muy importante. You need the heart and brain link because there are certain things in the heart that connect with the brain. And neurologically, in order to do this work, you want stones that are going to support the health of that. Emotionally, it awakens inner joy and peace throughout heart awareness. Spiritually, it facilitates expansion of consciousness into the heart-brain partnership. So let's talk about what cryolite is. You can take the science and the metaphysical part of it and put them together because it does make sense. So the science aspect of cryolite, it's sodium aluminum fluoride with a monoclinic crystal system and a harness of two and a half to three on the Mohs harness scale. Most cryolite has been found um, in the Evigtut site on Greenland's west coast. It has been found in Colorado, Quebec, Canada, at Miask, and at Miask, Russia. The energies of cryolite focus directly on the most needed component of human evolution at this time, the awakening of our awareness into the intelligence of the heart and the partnering of the most evolved areas of the brain with that intelligence. Cryolite powerfully stimulates the third eye as well as the entire prefrontal cortex of the brain. It also stimulates the heart and crown chakras, linking them with the third eye and facilitating inner vision. So it is great with clairaudience. I mean, clairvoyance, rather. Clairaudience is hearing. Clairvoyance is seeing. So it's helping you with inner vision. It opens the channels through which the holographic knowing of the heart and its language of silent understanding can be received and comprehended by the conscious mind. It also switches on dormant capacities in the quote-unquote silent areas of the brain. The emotional tone of cryolite is one of peace and quiet joy. 
and encourages an inner surrender that is actually a release into liberation. As, it, as you realize that you and the divine's purpose are one and the same. Cryolite is an excellent stone to use in combination with hollandite quartz, moldavite, phenakite, naturalite, scolocyte, herderite, azetulite, and pedalite can aid in furthering activating the high brain. Now, most of those, except the hollandite quartz, are the Synergy 12 stones. Those are expensive. Those are very high vibrational. It would be beneficial to invest in a set of the Synergy 12 stones. That's what they're called. You want to do it from a reputable source. You don't want to just willy-nilly look at them on Etsy. You know, I would go to Robert Simmons, but that is just what I do. Um, I, I don't buy very expensive stones from sources that I don't trust. So that's cryolite. And I think, well, I was going to do damberite and dream quartz. So we'll do these two really quickly. Damberite, its keywords are angelic communication, channeling, interdimensional travel, peace, freedom from stress. It affects the heart chakra, the crown chakra, and the etheric chakras, 8 through 14. Its element is wind. It supports recovery from stressful-related illnesses. It aids in finding inner peace, calming worries and fears. And it facilitates interdimensional travel and angelic communication. Now, Damberite is a gentle and powerful aid to the upliftment of your awareness into the higher spiritual vibrations. Damberite is also one of the Synergy 12 stones. <clears throat> it clears and opens the crown chakra, linking and harmonizing it with the heart. It activates and, in, and integrates the transpersonal and etheric chakras above the head all the way up to the 14th chakra. This allows you to move in consciousness into an angelic domain with which Damberite has a special resonance. It also facilitates interdimensional travel and communication with spiritual entities other than angels. Damerite is excellent for those who need to release stress and worry. It suits the, your heart and sends it messages that all is well. Holding a Damerite in each hand can be very calming and a boon to meditation. Those who have difficulty sleeping are advised to hold a Damerite in the hand or place one in the pillowcase to bring peace to the subconscious self. You have trouble sleeping. Scolocyte is another good I tumbled, of course, because not tumbled, it's like all spiky like creatite. A tumbled scolocyte is also good to help with insomnia. Um, but damberite is bringing peace to the subconscious self. Um, it has a way of calming down the mind chatter that can create a cycle of stress. So if you ever notice when you try and meditate, sometimes your mind is all over the place and you need to calm it down. Damberite is... A good stone to not only calm your mind, but to facilitate the other dimensions and higher vibrations of chakras. It's one of the Synergy 12. 
And now, just so you know, the Synergy 12 are Moldavite, Fenakite, Tanzanite, Azechulite, Petalite, Herderite, Tibetan Tekkite, Brookite, Naturalite, Scolocite, and Sachiloka Azechulite. It harmonizes with Lilac Lapidolite and Lithium Quartz for stress release and Merkabite and Elysial Calcite for interdimensional travel. So the Elysial Calcite is the Angel Elysial Calcite we spoke about earlier. And there's also something called Merkabite Calcite, which is also uh, another strong stone for interdimensional travel. Um, so that's Damborite. And instead of dream, well, I wanted to do dream quartz and uh, circle stone because these are these are all channeling stones. So I kind of want to not put them off to another episode. Um, dream quartz. Uh, some keywords are dream enhancement, astral travel, contact with guides, release of stress. It affects the third eye, crown, and soul star chakras. The elements are storm, earth, and water. It supports healthy weight loss, psychic protection for the body. It aids with inner peace, emotional healing via dreams, past life recall. Spiritually, it stimulates visionary awareness, lucid dreaming, and enhanced psychic abilities. Clear senses. Dream quartz is the metaphysical name given to quartz crystals with epidote inclusions. It is a silicon dioxide crystal with a hexagonal crystal system and a harness of seven, so it's pretty hard. Its color is milky green. It's opaque. Dream quartz comes from crystal mines in Colombia. It emanates a soft, soothing energy conductive to states of deep meditation and lucid dreaming. These stones can help bring peace to the heart and relaxation to the body and mind. It helps one enter the inner gateways to visionary experience and interdimensional travel. Dream Quartz can facilitate contact with spirit guides and can be an aid to the development of psychic abilities and channeling. It can help you remember dreams, enhance their spiritual quality, it allows you to more clearly envision and manifest your dreams for the kind of life you wish to create. It can aid in recalling past life memories and breaking patterns from the past which still may be governing your life. Past life exploration with dream courts can also help you to remember skills and talents you possessed before, but which may now lie dormant in the unconscious. It harmonizes well with Moldavite and Herkimer diamonds, both of which intensify vivid dream activity. Oregon opal and alexandrite increase recall of past lives. So I always give you some other stones to combine with because they can do different things. So you can use the one stone to do one thing, but if you combine it with another stone, it enhances the experienced and it takes it in another direction. So if you ever wonder why, why does she keep saying use it with this, that, and the other thing, or, you know, resonates well with this, that, and the other thing, it's because it's, it can help you. It can definitely help you. So we did that. Let's see. Did Dream Quartz. 
and the last one I wanted to do Sorry, you might hear it raining here. It's starting to rain really hard. Oh, circle stone. That's what I wanted to do. It's a type of flint. I was going to do flint, and I decided to do circle stone because it is a variant of flint. And it is something I think that is is very beneficial. So, um, circle stone, some keywords for that are attunement to the Earth's consciousness awakening of dormant capacities, co-creative union with the world's soul. Chakras are the third eye and crown, the element of storm. It stimulates full brain activation and awakening of body intelligence. It inspires exhilaration and passion and devotion to world soul. It awakens many latent capacities, co-creative union with Sophia, which is the soul of the world. Circle stone is a name given to pieces of flint that have been gathered from within crop circles in England. Flint is a sedimentary rock composed entirely of silica. Circle stones share with the azestulites the unique property of being quote-unquote awakened stones, which have received their vibrational patterns recently through the intervention of higher intelligence. In the case of circle stones, the awakening of each group of stones occurs when a crop circle is formed. People who find them attest that the stones embody the remarkable energies of the crop circle itself. Circle stones are evolutionary triggers. They stimulate the entire brain and activate the latent capacities such as clairvoyance, prescience, access to instant knowing, which is, you know, claircognizance and awareness to the Earth's consciousness. They help one attune to the time stream of the future, and they awaken our potential for co-creating the world in partnership with the world's soul, AKA Sophia. When one meditates with circle stones, one can literally feel her, her urging one to awaken and take up this path to our highest destiny. Circle stones work harmoniously with Rose Sophia for communicating with Sophia, the world soul, and experiencing her love. Herderite and Azeshulite aid circle stones quickening of our evolution. Guardianite helps to ground and integrate the powerful potentials awakened by circle stone. So some of these stones, of course, are trademarked Rose Sophia which is R-O-S-O-P-H-I-A and Guardianite and some Azestulites. <laughs> I particularly like to work with Sedona Azestulite, I find, and Sinizaz. I find that those two are um, very high energy. They are part of an energy vortex. Um, they're part of a chakra of the earth. So if you're into ley lines and earth chakras, you know, there are certain stones like at Glastonbury. Glastonbury is the heart chakra of the world. Um, circle stones are retrieved from around that area. It's a great stone to work with. So I know I've given you a lot of information. And I'm not trying to make up for lost time, but I want you 
all to have the knowledge equipped to which stones are the best to get when you're preparing to enhance your clear senses, your psychic abilities, and or channeling and or mediumship. I do do all three. <laughs> I teach all three. So, you know, this is my experience. These are the stones I suggest you work with. Um, you can take it or leave it. But, you know, I wish I had some when I started my spiritual journey many, many, many years ago, a couple decades ago. I wish I had this information. So I'm just trying to, you know, give you the benefits of my experience and what helps me when I'm working with clients or for myself, but especially working with clients. It's important to get the information right and helping people, helping people, people, everything is about people. And, you know, being someone who wants to help people in a lot of times their worst parts of their lives, whether it be a death or of somebody that they were dearly close to or an illness or a possession or being annoyed by some sort of entity in their home. They're going through a lot and you want to help them as best as you can. <clears throat> So besides for myself, interdimensional travel and, you know, just connecting with angelic beings and channeling archangels, it's fun for me to explore all that, especially as not only a um, spiritual individual, but as a shaman and as a medium and as all the other things that I am besides just being Jill. Um, I want to help as much as I can. So if you have any questions, you can leave a message below um, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And I will be back soon with more stones and more ways to learn how to channel and some guided meditation. So stay tuned. I will be back.